you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hello and welcome to the Daily NFL Fantasy Live podcast. I'm Jason Smith alongside Michael Fabiano, Adam Rankin, Akbar, Baja Biamila. All the fallout from week seven in the NFL, which is now going down as the week of the injury. Plenty of players out for the season. What does this mean for your fantasy team? We'll give you all the information you need to know. Also, the free agent pickups of the week and what else we learned from week seven in the NFL. But first, we begin with heavy hearts at NFL Network. Our thoughts go out to the Tennessee Titans and the rest of the NFL following the passing of longtime owner Bud Adams, who died Monday at the age of 90. Adams owned the Tennessee Titans since their inception in 1960. More on his life and career throughout the day on NFL Network. Lots of news to get to today, so we'll get right into it. And Fabs, we'll start with Tampa Bay Buccaneers and running back Doug Martin. NFL Network's Albert Breer tells us he suffered a torn labrum in his shoulder. Greg Schiano says he is out indefinitely. So what does this mean for the rest of the team? Well, Mike James has got to be owned in all fantasy leagues now. And people may say, well, if Doug Martin couldn't succeed in this offense, how can Mike James? You never know what you're going to hit on on the waiver wire. And at the running back position with six teams off for the next two weeks, Mike James now needs to be owned, even if he's just going to be your flex starter. In Indianapolis, Colts wideout Reggie Wayne has a torn ACL. He is done for the season as well, Fabs. Darius Hayward Bay had a nice night last night, even before Reggie Wayne got hurt. Yeah, DHP doesn't have the great hands, of course, and he can't replace Reggie Wayne. But opportunity, Jason, is what we're looking at here. And Andrew Luck, to me, is one of the elite quarterbacks in the National Football League. He can make wide receivers better. This is good news for DHB. It helps the value of T.Y. Hilton, Kobe Fleener as well. So if DHB is available, and he's available in a lot of leagues, go out and get him. Concerned at all about Andrew Luck? I, I, I really love Andrew Luck, and I think that he can make his wide receivers better. I still see him as an elite quarterback. More bad news for the Rams. They've announced the quarterback Sam Bradford does have a torn left ACL. He will not play for the rest of the season, leaving Kellen Clemens as the presumed starter for Week 8. Zach Stacy, someone we'll get into later on. Fabs, what about the Rams wide receivers? There's not one wide receiver or tight end on that team right now that I trust in fantasy football. Not Tavon Austin, not Jared Cook. This is bad news for that whole pass attack. Zach Stacy, to me right now, Jason, is the only guy you own in a 10-team league in fantasy leagues. It's looking bad in St. Louis. All right, speedy recoveries for all of these players who are injured. We'll have more on the rest of the injuries coming up in a bit. But first, Sunday night football, the Broncos and the Colts, the regular season game of the century, at least this year. It was Peyton Manning's return to Indianapolis. 
he would have a pretty nice fantasy game. And the fans like him a little bit there still. He was the face of that franchise for so many years. It was great. However, he would be outshined by Andrew Luck. First blood, though, would go to Peyton Manning first quarter, about eight minutes to go. It's Eric Decker. And Fabs, remember we were worried about Eric Decker? Uh, yeah, not so much anymore. He's been fantastic since week one. Yep. Broncos get on top 7-0. Even get a good spike there. Geno Smith can learn from that one. Andrew Luck looking to answer. It's Darius Hayward Bay. He gets in the end zone here, Fabs. And you know what? This is good to see again because he's going to be a popular pickup off the waiver wire. Peyton Manning back to work. Julius Thomas. What a catch. Fantasy pickup of the year. It's either him or Sean Marino, his teammate. They've both been phenomenal. Eight, 16 seconds left in the half. It's Andy Luck, Kobe Fleener into the end zone, making Kobe Fleener fantasy relevant Yeah, again. the Stanford connection. Fleener was a good sleeper last night. Five minutes left in the third quarter. Colts on second and six. Luck can't find anyone. We talk about all the other mobile quarterbacks, Fabs. Here's Andrew Luck. Yeah, you think about Cam Newton and Robert Griffin the third, but guess what? Andrew Luck can run with the football. Luck four touchdowns on the night, down 36-17, beginning of the fourth quarter. Manning buys some time and helps Michael Fabiano in the Experts League. Yeah, not Finding enough, Demarius though. Thomas for that touchdown. Yeah, you know what? I had, a, I had to wonder what was going on with D. Thomas, but he finally caught that touchdown. We say it all the time. If you get points for fumbles in your league, Ronnie Hillman is your guy. The fumble there. Yeah. Colts recover it, sealing the victory 39-33 the final. Here's your fantasy points, leaders, Fabs. We said there was going to be a lot of fantasy points, and everybody just about and had were. Andrew Luck was my start of the week on NFL.com at quarterback, and he was fantastic with over 30 fantasy points. Peyton Manning, boy, he is just unreal. He has found the fountain of youth. He is phenomenal. When it comes to Andrew Luck, he's a little bit better at home than he is yeah. on the road. Ten total touchdowns this year at home compared to just three on the road. You're still starting him, but you're expecting that extra uptick when he's at home. When he is at home, he is unbelievably productive. And, yes, losing Reggie Wayne is going to hurt, but he's still a guy I'm starting. I mean, he's put up big numbers against the Seattle Seahawks. They've had some tough games this year, the Indianapolis Colts, and they're playing extremely well. Played well against the 49ers. That was on the road, though. When he's at home, he's about as close to a must-start as you can be without being Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, or Peyton Manning. And ho-hum, Peyton Manning. Yeah, 25 fantasy points. Ah, ho-hum. You know what? This is what he does. <laughs> he's been the MVP of fantasy football this season. So if you drafted him in the second, third, or fourth round, wherever you got him, you look like a genius right now. Now, since we're at the midseason point, most of your fantasy leagues this week will be celebrating that, giving out our midseason awards for MVP, Newcomer of the Year, Draft Bargain of the Year, Rookie of the Year. So something to watch all week long on Fantasy Live. Plenty more football to talk about, including all your news and notes from Sunday. But first, let's talk a little Monday night football with Adam Reich and the Admiral Akbar Bajabiamila. Here comes Adrian Peterson, his first carry. Steps up the middle, makes a man miss at the 25. And he's loose! Adrian Peterson, it's on the 20. Touchdown! Welcome back, MVP. Let's go! Adrian Peterson of the Vikings just a few hours away from taking on the winless New York Giants on Monday Night Football. And Akbar, obviously, all eyes will be on AD in this one. Yeah, I mean, all day, Adrian Peterson, he's a, always a, a guy that you want to go to. He's a guy that I'm depending on right now to beat Molly Kiram in, in our expert league right now. How many now. points do you need there? I, I need him to have 25 points. You're going to get it. All right. But let's talk about another guy who I'm depending on. Now, last week I made a little hay starting Mike Glennon. I went with Josh Freeman. In this one, going up against those hapless Giants, what do you see out of him tonight? You know what? I love this pick by you because Thank Josh you. Freeman, to me, is going to be a guy that I think is going to go out there and have a good night. And here's why. 
they're going to give him a lighter playbook. So that means he can go out there and show his natural ability. Let's not forget, don't mix you know, what happened in Tampa with his future now with the Minnesota Vikings. He's going to be in a new setting. He's going to want to prove to his teammates that he can play, that he's that guy, and he should be the starting quarterback. So look for big opportunities. Little chip on his shoulder? Uh, yeah, you can call it chip on his shoulder. All right, so if, if my, excuse me, if Josh Freeman goes out and has a good game, what does that mean for Greg Jennings? Well, he's been disappointing so far. I mean, he's had one game where, you know, he kind of stood out. Uh, but I, I think Greg Jennings is going to benefit from Josh Freeman because here's what's going to happen. The defense are now all of a sudden, they're saying, well, how do we th- play against Josh Freeman in this offense? So they're going to kind of play back. They're probably going to see a lot of one-on-one matchup with Greg Jennings. And Greg Jennings is going to win those because you have a guy now that's a deep threat that can throw the ball. When Greg Jennings downgraded in, in quarterbacks from Aaron Rodgers to Christian right. Ponder, it affected him. Right. Now he's going to upgrade. But I like he's got a nice little history on Monday Night Football. So don't sleep on Greg Jennings, and we will take a look at the projections we have going. See, I need 18 points. Akbar, how many points did you say you needed out of Adrian Peterson? I need 25 points out of Adrian Peterson to beat Molly Kerim. She's beating me in two leagues. Right. This is why you project him for 25 points. I need 18 (laughs) points from Freeman. That's why I project it. I will change mine to match yours. All right, I'm going to change mine to 25 points. Let's go to the other side of the football. Start with Victor Cruz. This is a guy who is now emerges the number one option there for the Giants. What do we see out of him today? Well, Victor Cruz, to me, when you look at, you know, Eli Manning in this offense, these guys got to throw the ball. They don't trust their running game. Their running game no. hasn't been there. So they're going to be looking to throw the ball down to Victor Cruz. You're going to see him play that X spot, the, the slot spot. He's going to play everywhere, anywhere where they can sit there and kind of pick up the defenses. Victor Cruz is the guy that you can continuously play. And what's awesome is he got paid, and yet he's still coming out and performing. Yeah, he is, because he's winning the one-on-one matchups, and he's showing that he's going to salsa dance all the way. Okay, one guy who wants to get paid in the upcoming seasons is Hakeem Nix. One total touchdown his last nine games. Can we count on him tonight? Well, he's yet to find the the end zone this season, and I I think this is the night because this secondary is so bad. You're talking about the 30th-ranked defense coming into this game. Hakeem Nix is going to take advantage of, you know, those one-on-one matchups. When Eli Manning gets up there and says, oh, boy, look at this. I've got a one-on-one matchup on Hakeem Nix. He's better than any of those secondary, either Cook or Josh Robinson. Hakeem Nix is going to blow by those guys. Absolutely. I had so many high hopes for Hakeem Nix, but here are our projections. I guess I do have a little bit of high hopes here. Ten fantasy points. Whenever you get into double digits, that's good. And now you see we don't have a running back up here. The Giants running back situation is in flux. Is it going to be Peyton Hillis tonight? Or Cox. Michael Cox could also be in the mix, too. That's why I encourage all of you. Be sure to check out NFL.com all day. We will keep you up to date, and the inactives will come out, and we'll have you all up to date. All right. So you there, dear viewer, you are now all set for Monday night. So let's get caught up some more on those headlines and stuff, and we'll send it back over to Jason Smith and Michael Fabiano. Thanks a lot, guys. Week 7's injury toll continues with Texans running back Arian Foster. He left Sunday's game with a hamstring injury. The Texans do have a bye next weekend, Fab. So what's your level of concern after he left the game? Well, you know what? He gave you a 1.1 fantasy point yesterday, and we hope he's okay. But it's a good time to have this bye for Arian Foster and the Texans. Hopefully he gets healed up. But if you don't have Ben Tate as a handcuff and he's available, go out and pick him up right now.
All right, Nick Foles, the Eagles quarterback, left Sunday's game against the Cowboys with a concussion. But Howard Eskin of the Philadelphia Inquirer reports that starter Michael Vick may play in Week 8 against the Giants, even if his hamstring injury is not fully healed. Fabs, how do you make sense of what's going on in uh, Philadelphia? You know, I think we, we all jumped on the Foles bandwagon after a couple of good games. But Michael Vick is still the best fantasy quarterback on that team. I've always thought that. And I'm going to be glad that he is back under center for the Eagles both for that franchise and for my own fantasy teams and for people who have Vic out there. He's been good when he's been on the field. Yeah, but you have to own both these guys. If you have Michael Vick, you got to have Foles and vice versa. That's the way to cover things. A quarterback handcuff. How about that? Bears quarterback Jay Cutler left Sunday's contest against Washington with a torn groin. He'll miss at least four weeks with that injury. Fabs, whose value is affected the most by Jay Cutler? Well, it's injury? Brandon Marshall. Uh, you can argue that Jay Cutler and Brandon Marshall have the best quarterback and wide receiver connection in the entire National Football League. If I have Brandon Marshall right now, I am quite concerned. The same thing goes with Alshon Jeffrey. There's a big drop-off from Cutler and McCown. Yeah, and four weeks, it's at least four weeks. It could be even longer, and you're right. wondering if I hold on, wait for the return. You're waiting all the way up until your playoffs, and then you might not be able the to The one saving grace is, for fantasy owners at least, the Bears' defense is really bad right now, and they're really banged up. So maybe the Bears get in these shootouts and you get some garbage time points. All right, here's what Bears head coach Mark Tressman had to say today about his quarterback's injury said he felt something pop I don't know any more than that I'm just I'm encouraged by the prognosis that uh, you know he'll be back and uh, this spy couldn't come at a better time scary injury for Packers tight end Jermichael Finley who spent the night in a hospital after suffering a neck injury on this play NFL media insider Ian Rappaport reports that the hospital stay was precautionary and that Finley quote is going to be fine. All our best thoughts to all of these players. Hope they get back and back into the lineup soon. Here's some of the other injuries from Week 7. Ron Rivera confirmed Jonathan Stewart will return to practice this week, and Mike Smith says running back Steven Jackson could come back to practice on Wednesday. But now let's get to at least some positive injury news, and that is Rob Gronkowski. He returned against the Jets' fabs, and everybody held their breath, and Rob Gronkowski kind of looked like Rob Gronkowski. He was fantastic. Uh, Maybe had a little bit of a rust, but you couldn't see it because he had over 100 yards, a bunch of catches, and right now I will put him securely behind Jimmy Graham at the number two spot in my tight end rankings week in and week out. Gronkowski is back. Thank goodness. You can even tell how upset he was. He didn't make that circus one-handed catch at the end. He yeah. Felt, okay, Gronk is back, and he's He helping. came close to finding the end zone there, so. All right, Harry Douglas, who did find the end zone. It turns out Matt Ryan, doesn't matter who's playing wide receiver for him, he finds guys. We underestimated Matt Ryan. Even without Julio Jones and Roddy White, he was still fantastic. Three touchdowns, and Harry Douglas was a big part of the success they had in that pass attack. Douglas now needs to be owned in all leagues, especially until Roddy White comes back, and we're not sure when that's going to be. And Matt Ryan has proved he is matchup proof. Unlike Matt Stafford without Calvin Johnson, even without his guys, he still put up some big fantasy I mean, even Tom Sunday. Brady can't put up big numbers without his guys. Matt Ryan, no problem. All right, Roy Hallou, who knew? No, not us, that's for sure. <laughs> but you know what? Adam Rank is always right with Shanahan against. There's always that specter out there of Mike Shanahan doing this to our fantasy teams. What shocked me was that Halu was seeing goal line carries, and Alfred Morris was so good near the goal line last year. Now I'm a little bit scared of Alfred Morris, but again, hey, it's Halloween time. It's time to be scared. <laughs> that backfield is a little tricky right now with Halu. So Halu is worth owning, especially yes. with the buys and the injuries going on right now. Why do you feel about Alfred Morris's value? You still play him. Uh, listen, and we've talked about this. How many running backs out there can you trust right now in the National Football League? I mean, you may be able to count him on one hand. So Alfred Morris is still a guy you're starting. And as you mentioned, the bio weeks are here. Six teams off in the next two weeks. Morris is in your lineup, like it or not.
All right, still to come on NFL Fantasy Live, our list of the most targeted players in football this week will help you get inside the minds of coaches and quarterbacks. You won't want to miss that. Or our recap of Sunday's top performers. This is NFL Fantasy Live. And a Forte, straight up the gut, touchdown Chicago! Glennon throws a perfect rainbow pass to number 83. He goes up, he makes the catch, are you kidding me? End zone, tied! Touchdown Washington! Stafford with time, he throws, it is touchdown, Calvin Johnson! They're going to throw it for Jackson, he's got it! Touchdown Tampa Bay! Here's your top fantasy performers week seven. This Andrew Luck, Matt Forte, Calvin Johnson, Andy Dalton, everybody with huge Sundays. And look at Roy Hallou on the bottom of that list. I have a funny feeling Adam Reich is going to have something on this coming up later on in the show. Hannah Hannigans. Here goes 11 through 20. Frank Gore continuing to put up fantasy points. Matt Ryan showing that even without Julio Jones, Roddy White, he can still be a good fantasy quarterback. Jordan Reed and Geno Smith, a couple of newcomers to this board, as is Jaquiz Rogers. We'll have more on him coming up in our waiver wire segment. Now, some guys that you see have great performances on Sunday. You automatically just throw them right back out there for the next week. Matt Forte, Shirley Fab is one of those guys, but... Without Jay Cutler for the next four weeks, what can you expect out of Forte? Listen, I expect the same sort of production that he has been giving us. The Bears are going to have to lean on the run. And, guys, can you name me five reliable running backs in fantasy right now? I mean, it's really, really tough. And Matt Forte has been one of them. There is no way that I have any issue with Matt Forte being in my starting lineup with or without Jay Cutler. This is a guy you just have to ride. That running back position this season has been messier than I can remember. All right, how about Vincent Jackson, Akbar? You got a ton of targets yesterday from Glennon. Short week this week. What kind of week against the Panthers defense? I'm expecting still a big, a big type of production from Vincent Jackson. That's because the young quarterback, when you get out there and you're young and this is your rookie year, you're looking to veterans like Vincent Jackson to carry you through. And you can see, like you said, 22 targets uh, last week against the Falcons, and he came up big with for you. I mean, 138 yards and two touchdowns. Vincent Jackson, you continue to play him, have no doubt about his production, and I think he's going to win against the secondary. Ryan, people have been lukewarm on RG3 so far this year. What about after Sunday? Yeah, and we've been cautioning people that it's going to take RG3 a little bit of time to get back to being completely healthy. He was out for the entire offseason rehabbing a knee injury. If you saw what Adrian Peterson did last season, he didn't really start getting to get it together until about midway through the season, which coincidentally, RG3 is now starting to put it together. 155 rushing yards in the last two games. RG3 is officially back. You can start him each and every week. You see Andy Dalton's name and you go, oh, I'm just not excited about starting Andy Dalton. Two straight games, though, of over 25 fantasy points win a week when now you're replacing Sam Bradford you're replacing Philip Rivers Andrew Luck he's worth a pickup fab certainly but he's got the Jets at home which is a pretty favorable matchup you can start him this week yeah uh, the Jets have not been good against the past we all know that well unless they're playing Tom Brady of course that's another (laughs) story altogether but Dalton's been one of the best quarterbacks in fantasy the last two weeks yeah and with Sam Bradford out that makes it a very attractive play yeah with him it's all been about consistency he'd have some big weeks last year and then some stinkers he did the same thing last season yeah so Bye week replacements, go get 
Andy Dalton. Now, every week on NFL.com, I write a column called Targets and Touches. It spotlights the pass catchers who amass the most targets every week and the running backs whose total touches that week merit attention. Hopefully, this helps you decide which players are worthy of starting or picking up in free agency and which ones are just a passing fancy. You can check it out at NFL.com slash targets. A guy getting all of the touches on Sunday was Ryan Matthews and second big fantasy week in a row for Ryan Matthews. Yeah, I mean, 20-plus carries back-to-back games. We haven't seen that a lot for uh, Ryan Matthews, but he produced with those amount of touches that he got. When you look at it, 21 rushes, 110 yards, and a touchdown. Now, many people say, look, this guy, Ryan Matthews, not getting into the end zone. He hasn't had a touchdown since week five of last season. Now, all of a sudden, he's getting in there. I think this is a prime opportunity to take a guy like Ryan Matthews and trade him. He's hot. I mean, he's got back-to-back game that he's put together. He's looking really good right now. And kudos to you because you said that he was going to have a big game this week, and you were exactly right. Ryan Matthews is putting up numbers. He never did that when I promoted him. (laughs) And before I made a bet with you on lunch. Yeah, give me lunch. All right, how about Zach Stacy, Fabs? Yeah, listen, I didn't like this matchup yesterday against the Carolina Panthers. They had really been tough on the run at home. Well, guess what? Zach Stacy was fantastic, found the end zone, and now we know Sam Bradford and Kellen Clemens at quarterback. They're going to have to run the football. Zach Stacy is the only player on the St. Louis Rams who I would own and own with confidence in a 10-team league right now. He's the only one. Yeah, go with Zach Stacy as a flex. Ryan Matthews at least a flex, maybe even an RB2, depending on your injury slash bye week situation. Here's the most targeted players for Week 7. Vincent Jackson, Eva a whopping Hulka. 22 from Mike Glennon, Rob Gronkowski, no worries there. 17 targets from Tom Brady his first game back. But there's some interesting guys, potential waiver wire players out there. Cecil Shorts, Stevie Johnson forever lives on the waiver wire. 13 targets on Sunday. But guys, I, I, I can't recommend Stevie Johnson. For a bye week replacement, he's nice. But he's not a guy that's going to get you 100 yards. You can't count on him to get in the end zone. He could see the targets once in a while, give you a 70, 80-yard game. And okay, but that's really about it. Six points for all those targets. Six. In yeah. fantasy, I mean, that's not cutting it. Unless he is really a bi-week replacement, just like you said. You know, when you see Fred Jackson and C.J. Spiller really get hot, that's when Stevie Johnson gets When the running game goes, that's where Stevie Johnson goes. Give those targets to Bobby Woods. Waiting for him to break out. <laughs> Hopefully you listened to Adam Rank almost a month ago when he told you about Terrence Williams. It's a month later, Rank, and Terrence Williams has been terrific. He's still tearing it up, and there was a little bit of uh, hesitation when Miles Austin started coming back into the lineup, but it's, it's pretty much... Terrence Williams now, he is the number two option behind Des Bryant there. And you know what? You can start him with confidence. If you look at the numbers, you know, he's had at least 13 fantasy points in two of his last three games. He's had a receiving touchdown in each of those games. So this is a guy, if you look at some of these matchups the Cowboys are going to have, I love playing this guy. Get him in your lineup. Yeah, Miles Austin, no catches the last two weeks, five catches the last month. Jordan Reed, if you're looking for the next Julius Thomas, okay, maybe that's a bit of an oversell, but nine catches, 134 yards and a touchdown against the Bears on Sunday. This guy is big, he's athletic, and RG3 is looking to him more and more. Fab six or more targets in every game but one so far this season. Jordan Reed, if you're playing plug-and-play, there's worse guys. We talked about him as a sleeper on NFL Fantasy Live, and the matchup he has coming up against the Denver Broncos, boy, it is good. I can't remember the last time a tight end didn't have a touchdown against the Denver Broncos. <laughs> Kobe Fleener did it last night. Jordan Reed, he's right now a low-end one in fantasy leagues. All right, coming up, our top waiver wire pickups of the week besides these guys. See which breakout stars from Week 7 you need to grab right now and what to expect once you have them. 
And if you're tearing your hair out after a frustrating performance from your fantasy stars, we feel your pain. Although not really, because most of us are bald. Our experts tell you which Monday nightmares will bounce back after a rough week when NFL Fantasy Live returns. Thursday, it's an NFC South clash in primetime as Cam Newton leads the Panthers into Tampa for a divisional showdown with Mike Glennon and the Bucks. Panthers-Bucks, Thursday night football, Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern, live on NFL Network. Time for this week's Monday Nightmare, presented by Call of Duty Ghosts. We're taking a look back at the players you hope to ride to victory, only to see them put up a nightmarish performance on Sunday. And some of these guys you count on. Justin Blackman is someone you counted on coming off the first two weeks, and he wound up really disappointing you. Look, you know, less than five fantasy points for less than six fantasy points for Blackman. Giovanni Bernard, less than six. Tom Brady, just over seven. C.J. Spiller on this list. We'll get to him in a second. But first, Blackman is someone Akbar. One bad week, can you throw it out? Yeah, you can't throw it out. I think you just have to have realistic expectations when it comes to Justin Blackman. Last week he had 20 targets against the Denver Broncos, and that was because Cecil Shorts got hurt, and all of a sudden now he became the it guy. But understand the way this offense works. They need help. Their running game hasn't really got going, so they really depend on the vertical game. And their two guys in the vertical game is Cecil Shorts and Justin Blackman. So don't expect him to dominate the wide receiving core. He's going to split that with Cecil Shorts. So I think he's going to continue because he's got big playability. He'll continue to do good. How about C.J. Spiller rank? He's been on fire. I'm cutting him. He's <laughs> off. He's <laughs> off the team. I'm so sick of this guy. This is one of the worst first-round picks I have ever created in my 20 years of fantasy football. I am so disappointed in this guy that I don't, I don't even want him on my roster. He was on that do-not-cut list. Uh-huh. The, no, I made sure the NFL.com, they changed that. So I could cut him, so I could put him on the street. You call the commissioner. I called the commissioner. If he, even if he does come back and have a great season, it won't be on Adam's boutique because he's gone. <laughs> Woke him up middle of the night saying, I got to cut C.J. Spiller right now. I cannot, I cannot put up with that kind of nonsense. Oh, this is you rubbish. Gotta, I'm sending <laughs> my team that, in that NFL and league. I'm one in whatever. I'm sending a message. Right. Nobody's job is sent. This is loud and clear. I, I feel you on that one. C.J. Okay. Spiller has been disappointing. All right, it looks like the Dolphins tried to send a message to Lamar Miller a day ago. Daniel Thomas got a ton of the touches there, and Lamar Miller continues to disappoint. It's not that he's been awful, but they just don't give him the football enough. Nine rushes for 43 yards, that's an okay enough average, but the Dolphins just don't run it. He's never run for more than 75 yards in a game. Still hold on to Lamar Miller, but as far as him being a flex, you can move him out of your lineup and go with someone that can you can count on for more than five fantasy points. If you got somebody on your bench, gives you more than five, you can sit Lamar Miller. Now, Tom Brady is someone, Rank, who gave you more than five on Sunday, but just barely. All right, Tom Brady has been bad, but you know what? Stick with this guy. I like him a lot. Declare Danes on Homeland. I was ready to stop watching Homeland, and then all of a sudden, her, her and Saul were in cahoots. It was spoiler. A big, it was, oh, yeah, spoiler, spoiler alert. alert. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. But let me spoil this for you. Tom Brady is going to be great down the stretch. He's got Rob Gronkowski back. All his weapons are going to start coming back. Guys like Shane Vereen will be back in Week 11. So by the end of the year, when you get into the fantasy playoffs, you will be starting Tom Brady. Do not let him go. Here's another spoiler. Trent Richardson has been awful. Yeah, he has spoiled your roster if you've had him. And, and look, I, I know that he's in a new system now, but this is a power running game. That's not something that he's not familiar with. He did that when he was in college, back in college. And now all of a sudden you see him, and he just doesn't have that thing to him. I'm starting to believe that Trent Richardson is just not that guy. When you look at his per- 
performance. 1.7 fantasy points? That's a shame. And that's because he couldn't secure the ball. So now all of a sudden you've got ball security. It's not looking good for Trent Richardson. I'm, I'm, I'm just cool on him. I'm cool. That's Monday Nightmare presented by Call of Duty Ghost. Guys, you might want to sit down at least for a little bit. Now, speaking of Monday Nightmare, Rank, you have your own crazy popular Monday Nightmare column. Yeah, and every Tuesday morning we're commiserating with what, what happened. Is that? is that a new word? Yeah. No, commiserating? It's, I, I it's been around a long time. Oh, I've never I know you didn't go to the Harvard or the West Coast, Cal State Fullerton, <laughs> so you might not have learned those type of words at oh, San Diego State. Word. That's a, yeah, let that's me tell you, word. if you were burned on Monday night, we, we talk about it. I, it's like a big therapy couch, and we just kind of sit here. We just talk about it. You feel better because all of us get burned on Monday night from time to time. So we just we have a big uh, fantasy group. Commiserating. Commiserating. And I like the way you say talk about it. Talk about it. <laughs> Coming up next, need a running back for week eight? A few surprising names broke onto the fantasy radar that you can snag on the waiver wire. Those and the rest of our week eight pickups when NFL Fantasy Live continues. In case you missed it earlier on Fantasy Live, Peyton Manning three touchdowns on Sunday night, but outdueled by Andrew Luck in the biggest regular season game of the year. Peyton, though, a strong fantasy MVP candidate this season. Tom Brady and C.J. Spiller continued their downward spirals in fantasy production this week. Time to sit these guys until they turn it around. Still to come, we're breaking down what else we learned on Sunday of Week 7. We've got four notes you need to know to contend. This is NFL Fantasy Live. The week of the injury. Some of these guys, the injuries just kept pouring one after another. Sam Bradford done for the season with a torn ACL. Jake Cutler out a minimum of four weeks with a torn groin. Doug Martin is done for the season, as is Reggie Wayne, injured in Sunday night's victory over the Denver Broncos. So with these guys out, speedy recoveries to all of them, obviously. You're going to need to make moves. Chris Ivory, check and see if he's available. Maybe he is. You never know. Go pick him up. Jaquiz Rogers. Percy Harvin is a guy. He hasn't played yet this season, but with his return getting closer and closer, he's the number one weapon you need to go try to find and go get. Jason Smith alongside Michael Fabiano and Adam Rank as we talk waiver wire pickups here for week eight, the most important week of the season so far. Fab's Darius Hayward Bay has suddenly become a must-get in fantasy. Yeah, well, unfortunately, Reggie Wayne's out for the season with that knee injury. And listen, DHB doesn't have the best hands in the National Football League. We all know this. But now he's going to be stepping into a more prominent role in the offense. And guys, Andrew Luck is one of the elite quarterbacks in the league, at least in my humble opinion. And that is a big, big reason why you go out and you get DHB because Andrew Luck can make his wide receivers better. And let's face it, guys, with all these injuries and six teams on a bye, he's got to be picked up in leagues. Every week we say go get Jaquiz Rogers. Every week Jaquiz Rogers has a big week. Another one on Sunday. Nine targets out of the backfield from Matt Ryan that actually led the team. That was one more than Harry Douglas. He simply is the best playmaker they have on the team right now, Fabs. And even when that magical, mystical day of Steven Jackson, when he comes back, Rogers is still a valuable player. And we don't know when Steven Jackson's coming back because of his injury. And look at the production. Rogers has four touchdowns in his last two games. That's pretty good. If it's the Washington Redskins, it must be Adam Rank. Mr. Rank, Roy Hallou. It was only a matter of time before <laughs> Shanahanigans once again reared its ugly head, but it's cool because I was going against Freddie Morris this week, so I don't mind Hallou going and snaking those touchdowns, but he is a guy to go up and grab. You talked about the injuries. There's not a lot of great running backs out there, and if the Redskins are going to start using Hallou like this, he had 11 touches yesterday. He had all those goal line looks, so this is a guy that he's going to have some good matchups. The NFC East is not a great division, so he's going to have some good matchups going forward. He's somebody you can put in your lineup. 
Right, Chris Iver, you saw him on the board a couple seconds ago. From really no value to 34 rushes and 104 yards against the Patriots on Sunday, Bilal Powell played a handful of snaps, touched the ball less than six times. Powell's third straight game of less than five fantasy points. This is an easy move. Out with Bilal Powell and in with Chris Ivory, Fabs. They paid the money. They brought him in this offseason. This is going to be Ivory's offense. I mean, this is what we expected from him from week one, but he had the hamstring injury. Let's hope that Shannon Hannigans hasn't infected the Ryans, right? Because now we've got a guy who looks like a featured back. And Bilal Powell, like you said, moved him to the back of the line. All right, we mentioned Doug Martin being out for the season as well. This means the promotion of Mike James. And, Rank, you like him to pick him up. I do like Mike James because there's just not a lot of number one running backs out there. So whenever somebody steps into that lineup as the premier guy, you got to go out and grab him. Now, I'm not going to guarantee you production like Doug Martin, but he's going to get the opportunities. And that's what we're looking for from the waiver wire. Pick him up, add him to your roster. You don't have to play him every week. There's going to be some matchups that are better than others. But... Have him on your roster. At least have that chance to play him because, again, opportunities are limited. He is available in 100% of NFL.com leagues. 100%. So he's out there. And he's also a guy you can trust to be out there a three-down back. He had a big blitz pickup on Sunday that resulted in a 59-yard touchdown pass from Mike Lennon to Vincent Jackson. So you want those guys to have the opportunity. Mike Lennon surely has that opportunity. And maybe you're starting Mike James this week. Who knows? Take a look at the buys. You have six teams on a buy. The Big Bear bye week is back. Not just because the Bears are on a bye, and that's a lot of words <laughs> begin with B. Ravens, Bears, Texans, Colts, Chargers, Titans, a lot of firepower on your bench. Make sure you make the adjustable moves. Still, yeah. Still the coming NFL Fantasy Live. All the players who stole those precious fantasy points from the stars in your lineup. Strike up the band. That helps no one is around the corner with Adam Rankin, this young man. This is NFL Fantasy Live. He's a handsome devil, that kid. Now, Aaron is my quarterback, and he's just, usually he's guaranteed to get me about 30. I think first week he got me 45 points. Struggled one week. Um, but he's, he's been good. Um, it's, you know, I've had Amendola. He's been hurt. Uh, you know, I mean, running backs. Basically, I suck, to be honest with you. My wife, my wife is absolutely killing me. Brett Favre plays fantasy. You can see the look on his face, guys. I the whole, I my team is injured. All Deanna, this. He's got Deanna's it. Deanna's beating him in the league. I, that's a, good for you, Deanna. I good. love that, man. I've been in the industry for so long, and to see guys like Brett Favre and our man Kurt Warner and all the guys playing, I love it. Yeah, well, I need you to call my brother and get him playing. I we'll need, do it. We, we hey, need to get him playing. I can get him in. Well, if, right. we, if you can get Favre playing, not only that, to get him to draft Aaron Rodgers, right. we can get your brother involved. <laughs> now, speaking of Hall of Fame caliber quarterbacks, Kurt Warner is going to join NFL Fantasy Live on Thursday in Fabs. You and I talked to him yesterday, and he has this dilemma. Every week, he's doing fantasy now as well. He doesn't know which quarterback to start because he's got three really good ones. Yeah, Kurt texts me every week. And then if I give him bad advice, he makes sure that he lets me know about it after the games are over. But typically, this is his biggest quandary. He's got three really good quarterbacks. He never knows which one to start. Yesterday, he texted me and said, I started Romo, and I picked the wrong guy again. All right, Phillip Rivers is a top-five quarterback. You can start him, but you're not starting him this week. Is Romo the guy this week, Fabs? I do. Uh, And if Kurt is watching, he's got a great matchup against the Lions, although he had a great matchup against the Eagles. But this past week was a little bit crazy. The Lions are going to give up a lot of points. Hey, you know what? Cam Newton's been fantastic. He's playing on Thursday night against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I still like Romo better. Yeah, you know, I love the fact that this young kid, Terrence Williams, is really developing. He's given him multiple options to throw down the field now. And this offense is already explosive without Williams. It's just an added dimension. 
Romo's definitely the play yeah. there. Now, you have Cam Newton, though, in our expert league. Are you happy with him going forward, confident? I, I am happy with Cam Newton. I mean, when you look at the bottom stat line, you see 179 rush yards. That's always a surprise. Not a surprise, but it's always a treat to have that in your running back when he has the ability to run with his feet. All right, so you have three guys. It's just make the right decision. Ask Michael Fabiano, and then if, you know, if it happens, you can just blame him. All right, the inconsistent Tony Romo doesn't always help Cowboys fans. And now for some other players who helped absolutely nobody on Sunday. Oh, boy. Let's go to Adam Rank. Thanks, Jason. That's right. Each week we take a look back at a bunch of unheard of players who robbed precious fantasy points from the guys we actually started on Sunday. It's a tearjerker for some curtain jerkers. A little segment we like to call that helps no one. And let's go to the video and we will start in Washington. Yeah, what do you think we're going to build up for the Redskins? No, you're wrong. It's like, it's like the Black Crows coming out with Remedy. We're starting with the hits. And there's one touchdown to Roy Hello. Let's get another one. And you know what? I will tell you this right now. There is no way. There is no possible way this oh, is not personal. to you too. This is personal because I came out on NFL Fantasy Live on Sunday, and I said Freddie Morris was going to have 33 fantasy points, and if you would have taken the points that Roy Hallou is getting right here, those would have gone to Freddie Morris. He would have got 33. Instead, it was a butt because that helps no one. Philadelphia, Joseph Randall was a huge pickup of the week. We all started him, and he runs into the pile. I'm not going to celebrate yet because, you know what? I, I, I don't know what number he is. What number is? 21. Joey, okay, he's 21, and that is number 34, the H-bomb, Herschel. No, Herschel it's Walker. Oh, man. No. Philip Tanner. Philip Tanner. Started by absolutely no one, and that, that helps no one. Meadowlands, I told you last week, just when we thought Stephen Ridley was going to get all the points, Brandon Bolden would come in and snake it from us, and there it is right there. And again, I don't want to say this is a conspiracy theory that Bill Belichick knew what Mike Shanahan was doing and wanted to match him there. And by the way, conspiracy underrated song by the Black Crows, and that has no one. I can't even look at Tom Brady. Miami, anymore. Ryan Tannehill. Once again, going to be ignoring Mike Wallace as he throws it here to Brandon Gibson. Oh, well, Makes like Michaela Maroney. I'm certainly unimpressed. Why is he going to him? We spent all that money on Mike Wallace. Come on, Ryan Hannahill. How about if I give you another chance? Here you go. He's ru- He's looking, 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 oh, running, running. Where's Mike Wallace? Where's Mike Wallace? There's Brandon Gibson. Back to the Meadowlands, Geno Smith driving, and any time this happened, we're like, you know what? We're not playing anybody on the Jets. We want a Patriots pick six. That's all we're rooting for then. Of course, Geno Smith wits the touchdown with a guy, Jeremy Curley. Yeah. Oh. Of all players. Jason Smith knows him. I told you, Jeremy Curley, he's going to catch one touchdown like that. Did yeah. you? In the first you half. called it. That. You did not say that. And that, that helps no one. Let's go. To our That Helps No One All-Stars, and we talked a little bit earlier about Roy Hallou, about picking him up. What about Brandon Bolden? Some people released him this week. Anybody going to be picking him up for the future? Just not enough consistency. I mean, the only guy on that list is Roy Hallou. Did you know over the last three games he has more fantasy points yeah. than Freddie Morris? Yeah, hello. It's okay. unreal. Rank's yeah, going to hit you. Rank's going to hit you. Stop. Now, let's take a You're look at the way. guys that we are advocating He'll that hit you, you pick up this week. Chris Ivory, Jaquiz Rogers, Percy Harvin. Who do you think's the biggest name, Fabs? Zach, well, if you're going to order these. Percy Harvin's got to be number one. The fact that he's still available in over 60% of NFL.com leagues is shocking. If he comes back this week, I mean, this is a guy you're putting right into your lineup. It's but Percy he's got a Harvin. Night. But he's got a Monday night I game, understand so that. Well, I'll start him as a three. All right. Well, thank you very much, guys. Now, remember. If you want to see your tweets featured on the show, use the hashtag that helps no one when you see a fantasy touchdown that, you know, 
Helps no one. And now it's time for the That Helps No One Award winner of the week. Can I have a drum roll, please? Mike Shanahan, everybody. Yes, of course. The red-faced devil himself. The guy. You know, when you start talking about all these running backs by committee, it's Mike Shanahan who was the pioneer of it all. So he is honored. And, and the expression Those on his 22 face. points. Those 22 <laughs> points plus Freddie Morris is nine. That's 33. That's 33. That's my bold prediction. He's almost looking at Rankin saying, yeah, I got you again, Rankin. He's sneering. Now, coming up next, we take else. a look back at what we learned from Sunday. This is NFL Fantasy Life. Yeah, of course I did. <laughs> and I'm going to do it again. <laughs> That's why his face is red. The NFL is reaching out to its fans to find out why they love football. Share your story and you could win the ultimate trip to Super Bowl 48. For official rules, please go to TogetherWeMakeFootball.com. Welcome back, fantasy fans. Sunday in the books. Time to look back and see what we learned on week seven. Rank, what do you got? Well, I learned that you always want to start your studs. I had Jordy Nelson on the bench of my Experts League team. I was going to start Lamar Miller over him, and then I realized... I'm going to go with my guy. I'm going to go with, with Jordy Nelson. I understood he wasn't hurt. Like, there's a difference when a guy like Larry Fitzgerald or somebody like Roddy White is injured and you want to bench him. But the only reason I was considering this was because Joe Hayden was going to be locked on him. But I realized, look, Aaron Rodgers is his quarterback. He's the number one receiver. He is going to be the most targeted guy. And even if it takes you 59 minutes to finally get this touchdown right there, it's worth it. You so. were doing a lap around the newsroom when he scored. I was high-fiving everybody, going, look at me. Worked out for you with Jordy Nelson, though, for a point specifically on Joe Hayden. Take a look at what he's done against fantasy wide receivers this season. Shutting down Mike Wallace, Torrey Smith, Jerome Simpson, A.J. Green, Calvin Johnson. Jordy Nelson had the best game, and that was just over 10 fantasy points. So you really want to watch out when your guy is going up against Joe Hayden. Here's who he has coming up. Dwayne Bowe, well, he wouldn't even be on my team if he was playing, but Torrey Smith, sure A.J. Not, Green. Are we sure he's not going to be on Donnie Avery? I thought he was going to go after the, the Chiefs A number one. You worried next? About, you, Fabs, did you sit any of these guys going up against Joe Hayden? Uh, you know what? Well, Dwayne Bowe is going to be on the bench this week playing against the Cleveland Browns, that's for certain. Yeah, and I guess and to your point, he's not my stud, right? No, yeah, no, no stud, it's not 2010. Calvin no. Johnson was also... Really, and hurt, he was hurt yeah. in yes. that contest. But Joe Hayden's fantastic. The week fifteen yeah. against Brandon Marshall will be very interesting. All right, how about Akbar? What did you learn week week seven? Well, for me, it's never ever doubt the Gronk. And I, you know, I had this whole belief that you know when it came to Gronkowski that he was not going to be able to recover from you know being out, and not having that opportunity to get real live snaps. But he had some rust. He showed some rust there, but he was still able with. You know, with his rush, he had 17 targets his way, only caught less than half of them, eight of them. Uh, but for 114 yards, even when he's not at his best, Gronkowski is still a guy that you're going to play every single week from this point on because um, there's not a linebacker who can cover him. And I saw that. I was like, man, if he couldn't make those catches, he would have been probably had 20, 30 points. Gronkowski's that real. Never, ever doubt the crunk. Akbar. So you're saying <laughs> football's easier than we think. Uh, no, I'm not saying football's easier. <laughs> Gronkowski's really just that good. Yeah. All right, Fabs, what did you learn in week seven? Well, you don't want to lean on these no-name quarterbacks too much, right? And, and we all did it this week. We said Nick Foles was a good start. Yep. Yes, he got hurt, but he wasn't doing anything before Ouch. he played there against the Dallas Cowboys. And guys like Geno Smith, yes, Jason, I know you're going to jump on me at a great game, but are you going to really trust Geno Smith week in and week out? Same thing with the Thad Lewis last week. was fantastic this week. Not so much. Mike Lennon, he's been pretty good the last couple of weeks. Do you trust him to play him on Thursday night against the Carolina Panthers? Nine times out of ten right now, 
You're starting your studs at the quarterback position, just like so, Adam said. So no Case Keenum here? No, but you know what? Well, Case they're on Keenum, a bye this week, but, but, but I, I don't you, know. I, I'll tell you, Case Keenum made a point to, to really take that job from Matt Schaub or, or from Yates. So I think when you look in those bye situations, you need a plug-and-play quarterback. He's a guy that you might want to consider. He's, no, he could be a futures guy. Yeah. Give Akbar credit. He said Case Keenum was going to be very good, and he was very good in a tough atmosphere at Arrowhead. At Kansas City with those there, pass rushes. He's a player to yeah. watch. He's a player to watch right now. Yeah. All right. One thing I think we all learned week seven is you got to keep building your bench. You got to keep getting those free agents because you never know when you get a week like week seven when there's so many players out for the season, out for long periods of time. You want to be able to take a guy that you had on your bench and say, okay, I can put him in. I'm going to lose Doug Martin. I can put in Le'Veon Bell because I went out and got him a few weeks ago. Uh, this is what you have to do when you realize once you get to the midseason, you have a huge advantage over everybody else. Yeah, and so many injuries. You know, so many unfortunate injuries this week and we've seen it we're going to pop up for the season and there's been several so you want to make sure that you're picking up players who gain opportunities because of these vacated roster spots especially when guys are starters that's why Mike James well worth picking up because Doug Martin is out Mike James isn't Doug Martin yeah I, I, but you got to get him another name because of Doug Martin another name is Roy Halu when you look at third down situations when you think about a third down back we hear that term all the time what does that mean you want a back that has versatility Roy Halu remember he only got out uh, Alfred Morris got that job because he was hurt last year but Roy Halu is really Good. That's a good pickup if you want to build your bench. Simpatico, I'm there with you. Roy Hallou, Shanna Hannigans. Oh, yep. <laughs> All right, now we talked about this earlier in the show. You can vote on our midseason fantasy awards all week via the NFL Network Facebook page. Today we're asking you, the fans, to vote on the categories we'll unveil tomorrow and so on until we crown our midseason fantasy MVP on Friday. The nominees for Tuesday's categories are Pickup of the Year, Free Agent Acquisition of the Year, Philip Rivers, Julius Thomas, Chiefs Defense. That's a tough one. Chiefs D. Rookie of the Year, Keenan Allen, Gio Bernard, Eddie Lacy, who's been coming on late. Uh, Rank, who do you like uh, Rookie of the Year? Ooh, I'm going to probably lean towards Keenan Allen because I'm going to be partial to guys who are actually on my team. That's just, (laughs) if I had Eddie Lacy on a bunch of teams, I'd probably go him or if I had Gio. But Keenan Allen has established himself as the number one receiver for the Kansas City, or for the San Diego Chargers. And even though he had a, a bad game last week, he still had six yeah. points. Keenan is the winner there. The other one is the defense for the Kansas City Chiefs. They were really good. All Eddie right. Lacy's coming on. Watch. All right, again, Watch. you can vote right now. Tuesday, we look at who is climbing and who is falling in our positional rankings. NFL Fantasy Live returns at 4 p.m. Eastern on NFL.com and 5 p.m. Eastern on NFL Network. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. You know that feeling when you walk into your home? Take a deep breath. And feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. 
I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. 